I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. Today we're going to be discussing strategic bullet points, something that is more like a, a firing line of, of facts and information about our status here in the United States uh, financially and everything else. Uh, but America's got some issues, folks, and it's something we really must start paying attention to. I think this would be a good podcast you could share with people because it's going to be directly to the point. But I'm just going to fire off a lot of what's going on that the mainstream doesn't really want you understanding. But these are kind of the facts on the ground. And this is important because it ties into why uh, we're at war with Russia. And don't kid yourself. It's not Ukraine. It's the United States, Russia. But it has nothing to do with Russia, an invasion, any of that stuff. It has everything to do with the dollar and why I want to get into this. So um, let me just start off by just going. I'm just going to start firing off. Here's going to be a lot of points here that are straight up, and it'll help you, I believe, arm you for conversations to come because we the people better take back our country. Uh, the world is definitely losing faith in us, and that's the seventh stage of an empire when they start losing faith in the currency. And I believe now that... Uh, Saudi Arabia stood up in Davos and said that the dollar is no longer petrodollar dominant. They'll accept other currencies. That is the beginning stages of the seventh stage of empire. Once they lose faith in the dollar, we collapse and we have to reorganize. And yet we're the largest debtor nation in the history of the world. That'd be a horrible time to have to do that. Uh, so let me just get going. Here's the firing line of points that you can use to help not only yourself, but your friends and your family. There are too many people who still have what I call normalcy bias, where they're intelligent people, but they refuse to acknowledge the facts because they haven't seen it or been a part of it. And many people can't think America's at this stage, but all you have to do is just look around you and to see the just the degradation of our society. And it vastly is is the left that's doing it. Um, the right is complicit, but the left is just destructive. And we've got to let's stop trying to win the argument by making them feel better. We need to start shaming them. We need to start insulting them if we have to. But we need to start fighting. And it's it's time. I, I hate to say it. Too many people want to be peacemakers. Well, there's no time for peace right now. Do you think the left cares about your feelings? It's time to take it serious. So here we go. Putin invading Ukraine is the first real threat to the petrodollar. Real one, and I'm going to explain because it wasn't really the invasion. I'm not going to get into that. Most of you know how I feel about how this came about. He just didn't invade Ukraine. He was forced to invade. But the Russians and the Chinese have been pushing their way into Saudi Arabia and the region for some time. And they've been building alliances. China even set up a multi-billion dollar deal with Saudi Arabia to build a refinery. So this has been going on for a handful of years, but the invasion was the turning point. The problem is we can't invade and overthrow Putin because Russia has nuclear bombs and very strategic nuclear bombs, ones that can devastate all of us, 
not just the United States, but England as well. I'm not so concerned about nukes. I think that's the end of the world if it happens. Believe me, none of us are really surviving. If we do survive, I'm not sure I'd want to. I think if we're going to get full-blown nuked, I want to go stand outside with my family and get incinerated and go to heaven. But that's another conversation. So what we have to do is send unlimited weapons because of this and funding to Ukraine because it is essential so we can maintain the value of our printed money. And that is my contention, really, of what this whole war is about that is escalating. The U.S. cannot lose this war. If we lose this war, we are over as the dollar that you know it. Because now that the petrodollar is done, there's over 100 countries lining up right now, getting ready to use other currencies to buy energy. And that's what made America great, because every country needed dollars to buy energy. Then they would so they would store not only in dollars, they would buy our treasuries. Well, now that that's not necessary, what are we going to do with all the trillions we printed in the M2 float, 40% of which we've done in just the last handful of years? It's the end of America as we know it in many, many, many ways of prosperity. And I know people say, oh, there's a lot of money out there. Yeah, but what does it buy you, right? We are sacrificing a country's people to try to keep our banking system afloat. That's what gets me about this whole thing. We are just sacrificing the Ukrainian people, even though a big chunk of them were Nazis, which they needed to die anyway. But the fact that we're willing to go to this level, the fact that Seymour Hirsch uh, put out uh, the terrorist act against Nord Stream Pipeline looks to be the United States and England, which we knew that anyway. That is the biggest terrorist attack in modern history. I mean, it's destroyed the energy and the lives of the people in Europe just so we can guarantee that they buy American energy and stay with the dollar. That's pretty hardcore. If that's what you do to your friends, you know, I'd hate to see what's going on uh, behind the scene. But the Federal Reserve, remember, is a private bank. It is owned by the banks and it lends to the Fed. It decides to drop interest rates for instance, like after 9-11, to kickstart the economy. Then the low interest rates lead to a housing bubble. Then the Treasury and the Fed print more money to bail out the banks. $4.5 trillion worth. And people start protesting with, you know, put the bankers in jail movement. Then the banks use the money that they get from the printed money that they were just given to buy up media companies. And then the banks fund identity politic movements. So they print the money, they give it to the banks, the banks buy the media companies to manipulate the narrative, and then to cause distraction, they fund identity politic movements. And that's what you're seeing today, the whole Black Lives Matter, the gender me, this, that, homosexual, this, that. I mean, it's all part of tearing apart the fabric of the nuclear family and the Constitution, period. Then the banks use the media and identity politics to change, put bankers in jail narrative into end the white suppression, oppression, white supremacy. You notice that racist, 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 white supremacy, white supremacy. They changed the narrative. Remember, we were going after the bankers righteously, and there was mostly those on the left. Thank you. But they changed the narrative. 
But Gamergate exposed all of this in 2014. After our wars in the Middle East slowed down, we started doing color revolutions in the Middle East, and we called it the Arab Spring. We overthrew Gaddafi in Libya because he wanted to start a gold-backed African currency. Egypt overthrew its government, voted in the Muslim Brotherhood, and then had a military coup. And then they ended up holding power until the Egyptians actually voted for the people the U.S. and the Israelis wanted. The only reason our printed money has value right now is because we force the rest of the world to buy oil and gas using the dollar. Whoops. Not anymore. Gaddafi. Saddam Hussein. They were all guilty of this. The foundation of the global financial system is and was the dollar. It was the reserve world currency. The only reason it had value is because everyone was forced to use it to buy the energy that we needed to run their countries. And if they didn't, we overthrew their governments. That's how ruthless we were, by the way, for our survival. I just think we could have went about this such a different way. But this is why we got away with printing $30 trillion over the last 20 years. We gave it to the bankers and the oligarchs. And we still pretend it has value. The bankers and the oligarchs have used this money to buy up all the media and control the politicians and the narrative of what you believe is going on and what you believe is real. Politicians don't have power. They take orders from the oligarchs and the bankers who help them invest for massive returns. That's why they go into Congress with nothing and they come out with $100 million, Barack Obama. COVID was another scam to create an excuse to print money and to bail out the bankers again. And then we overthrew Ukraine in 2014 to secure gas pipelines to Europe because Russia had Nord Stream and they're capable of selling gas to Europe without dollars. Why do you think the Nord Stream 2 one went down? I mean, it's not like rocket science. Sloppy Joe and uh, Newland, the State Department, they even said that Nord Stream 2 pipeline will not exist. You want to talk about terrorism and to your friends. Think about that. It's to your friends that they would do. We would do this to them all to create an illusion that the dollar had value. Well, that completely ended when we did the sanctions on Russia. And now you saw Saudi Arabia pivoting and saying, yeah, petrodollar no more. The dollar doesn't have the value you think it does. And real serious professional financial people are saying the other, uh, saying the opposite. Oh, we've got decades of power. It's a franchise. I get that. But we are increasingly going towards extreme evil propensity. Our society is being ripped apart internally by design. All of this is by design and by the left because they're communists. And the army taught me there's no good communist but a dead communist. So that's a problem for a lot of Americans because a lot of Americans actually believe that communism is bad because it is. And now we got a chunk of our, our, our political class and power elite that are, are given into the communists. 
some of them more for opportunism, some of them for financial gain, and others because they believe that controlling the people into a surveillance state and slave state is appropriate. Here's my take on America right now. We're like a slowly boiled frog. Have you ever heard of that phrase? Of frogs, they, you throw them into a pot of boiling water. But if you slowly cook it, they'll just kind of hang out thinking it's a jacuzzi or something. And then at the end of the day, they're cooked and dead. They don't realize it's coming. That is exactly what is going on in America today. Although a minority are content kind of living this, what we would call, I guess, a Stalinist dystopia. As some of these blue cities are trying to create. Most Americans that are very aware and awake seem to really kind of lost their sense of outrage. I think it's the censorship doesn't help. The fact that they go after you and destroy your life because these communists will do that should have seen the creepiness of Buttigieg when he was asked a question about the derailment of the, the, the train in Ohio. He looked at the report. He goes, can I take a picture of you? Why did he want to do that? Yeah, so they could track them down, censor them, and destroy their life. That's a communist. Tanya, it's not Biden. Sloppy Joe's brain gone. It's all the just mentally ill, sexually perverted, lunatic left wing that are running the government. That's the problem. But we don't have outrage in America anymore. We've kind of quietly accepted the gradual dismantling of our constitutional republic. The impoverishment of our middle class and the degradation of our history. Tearing down statues, destroying our culture by a corrupt and perverted political aristocracy. We have completely abandoned even the illusion of democracy to implement this globalist, one world order, one party authoritarian state. Surveillance state, digital ID, digital currency state. Think about it. There was a virus created in a Chinese laboratory, totally illegal, by the way, called gain of function. Why Anthony Fauci is not hanging for treason, crimes against humanity. I have no idea. That's how evil we are. We know they created it because if you break down the virus strain, it even had elements of AIDS. We know it was laboratory created. But yet most a lot of people don't because of the censorship. But this thing caused a three-year pandemic under which unnecessary, destructive, and draconian policies were implemented that completely eroded civil liberties, damaged public health, undermined trust in science. Well, that's an understatement. Sabotaged election integrity and destroyed the economy. I don't even trust doctors and nurses anymore. How sad is that? They're good people, too, but they are now slaves to the CDC and the FDA, which are totally corrupt. Slaves. You cannot trust a doctor or a nurse unless you're in a small town and they're still they still maintain their integrity. But you better believe once they sign that pandemic treaty, these doctors and nurses are going to work for the state or as we would call in the Hunger Games, the capital. They're tracking whether you take the vaccine or not. What's it their big deal? 
Whatever happened to HIPAA? You can't trust them. You better get into homeopathic medicine real quick and find your relationships because if you go to the hospital, they're going to kill you. Believe me, a lot of the deaths that happened in the hospital because of remdesivir and the protocol they did, that was an emergency authorized drug, completely dangerous, never has proven to be effective. And yet that's what they say they want to treat this with. And yet they destroy people who talk about ivermectin that actually worked. And I know firsthand because that's what happened to me. As soon as it hit my lungs, I took ivermectin. Next day, it was gone. This is evil. Yet, not only has no one been held accountable, many of those complicit in the demolition of this country have actually been rewarded. We even learned, and this is the evil part, that Pfizer, the pharmaceutical company responsible for arguably the unsafe and effective vaccine, in order to sustain profits, We're engaging in literal viral gain-of-function research. We even saw the video, thank you, Project Veritas, which they totally went after him for, right? The very activity that caused the pandemic potentially exposing the world to even more dangerous pathogens, yet no outrage. We are slow-boiling frogs. This was predictable. What's going on in our country, you know? Prior to Donald Trump's unexpected victory, there is no there, there was they were talking about this where there is no place for, for people like us in Hillary's America. We're patriots who believes in the Constitution, the rule of law and representative government. And under a President Clinton, we would have gotten none of that, which now we're seeing why, because this is exactly what was done with Biden. Biden doesn't know anything. It's the people around him. They would have been the same people around Clinton. Electing Democrats is the end of the United States as it was originally designed. And it's so sad how many people don't get that. I understand rigged elections, rigged against you elections. But if we overwhelmingly voted and got off our, our, off our tush, we could overthrow the rigging. We're at the phase right now where our constitution will be de facto obsolete. The rule of law is going to be arbitrary and applied dependent upon one's financial status or definitely political clout. Our government's going to be pure crony capitalism, political expediency, benefiting only the rich and powerful. 90-10, that's communism. Fraudulent elections, banana republic status, and pseudo-representation. It will mean we have a president who is without any doubt hopelessly corrupt and a pathological liar, which we almost do now. Government will not be used to enforce the law anymore, but to enforce the political whims of the people in charge. We have to understand when blatant and outrageous lies are no longer sufficient to soothe the electorate into complacency, such a government is going to begin curtailing our freedom, oppressing the people in order to pursue the policies to keep them in power. That's what the communists do. That's what socialists do. I've seen it firsthand. I was in the army during the Berlin Wall. I went over the Berlin Wall. I saw the people in East Berlin and how they had to live. Social History will show you Marxism, socialism, communism never works. It always fails. Yet these people on the left and their dystopian views keep thinking, oh, but they've never tried it this way. 
we were God-given to be free. And the United States was a God-given, freedom-loving, go out and spread the gospel, and every human being in our country has a chance. Don't give me this racist garbage. Everybody is racist. Blacks are racist. Whites are racist. Everybody, there's always bad people in every group. That's not what we're talking about. There are amazing people with amazing hearts in every group in America. Color has nothing to do with it. Yeah, there's ignorant people and stupid people and mean people, but there always have been. We're talking about the dollar and the survival of this country. And if many think, okay, let's just support the war against Russia so we don't die. Bad idea, because look who's in charge. We are worse than them. They talk about Russia wanting to expand. Look at America. We destroy Iraq. We destroy Libya. We destroy Afghanistan. We destroy Syria. We destroy the Middle East. We're destroying the people in Ukraine. We are doing that. And it's for the survival of a dollar that's already dying. It can't be fixed. They're just trying to find out how many people we can force by their boot on their neck to stay with the dollar. And I'm telling you, this is real. And why I would be so serious about protecting your assets. And when people say, oh, maybe have 20% in gold and silver, man, I'd have everything in gold and silver in a vault right now. Out of the way of a raging forest fire until we can see what trees are standing. Many people believe everything I'm saying is just not going to come to. And it's just everything I said is true. And we think we're stopping it. We can't stop it unless we can acknowledge the truth. Acknowledge, look at who's taken over the academia, the corporations, the sports. Woke. Marxists. Taking direction from communists. That will never lead to anything but a slave state surveillance state where 90% are slaves and those that are lucky enough can be in the top 10%. They will have everything, all the food, all the linens, all the goods. The rest will suffer. That's why it's so important to share with people, wake up and start saying no. Start doing what they did in Michigan. Take over at the grassroots level. Take over your school boards. Take over your, your counties. Take over your state governments and stop the insidious corruption like you're seeing in Arizona or in Georgia and Michigan. Stop it. But you people, we the people have to get involved or it just won't work. We will end the day slow boiling frogs until we're dead, dead in the spirit. And what is that going to do for our children and our children's children? So until next time, God bless you. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value. 
provide stability for your portfolio under the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.